as the end of 2021 draws very, very near, it's really good to take stock and ask yourself what really matters. This is the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast, dropping every Wednesday into your podcast platform of choice. And I am your host, Lucy Orton. I'm the anti-self-sabotage coach and a success and transformation expert. I love all things positive psychology. And I work with female purpose-led entrepreneurs to transform them from self-sabotaging, procrastinating, imposter syndrome feeling, but very, very talented business owners into the most empowered CEOs who recognize and own that talent and who move away from their self-sabotage into self-belief, which is rock solid, confidence, which is supercharged, and as a very happy byproduct into amazing business success. The Self-Sabotage to Success podcast was created to help women just like you step into your awesome because your voice is needed more than ever in this world that we live in. I am extremely thankful to have you here and if you enjoy this episode and the rest of the Self-Sabotage to Success back catalogue, then I'd love to hear from you. You can book a Self-Sabotage breakthrough call using the link bit.ly forward slash booking Lucy, which is also in the show notes. And if you got value from today's episode, you can also help the positive messages of this podcast reach even more purpose-led female entrepreneurs by leaving me a five-star rating or even better, a review on Apple Podcasts. I am so touched by every review and every message I receive. So thank you very much for doing so and for listening. Enjoy this week's show and I am championing you and your purpose-led business always. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. I always like to mention when I'm not using my normal mic, and today is one of those days I am out and about recording this podcast. I am taking my own medicine and getting a little change of scene instead of just working at my desk today. So I am recording this podcast in a quiet space, but not my normal space. And I hope that the sound quality isn't too bad for you. I also hope that this podcast episode finds you really well. And before I go into the topic for today, which is all around what it is that really matters, I just wanted to tell you about something I've been working on, which is slightly separate from the self-sabotage to success stream of my business, as it were. And that is the work that I do with organizations. I work with organizations to help them retain talent and help them develop and nurture, particularly their female talent in a way that enables that female talent to really step into promotions, into C-suite roles, into those positions of power and career highs without all those self-sabotaging thoughts and feelings and behaviors that we talk about on this podcast to do with business owners like yourselves. And I know that some of you guys listening still work within organizations. So I think you're going to find the quick segment I'm just going to go into now really interesting. So 
over the last couple of months, and it's been a bit of a labour of love, I have been doing lots of research and interviews, and I have culminated this research into two things. Firstly, an executive roundtable, which I ran, and I may have mentioned on the podcast, I ran that last month. And secondly, I created a white paper. The white paper is all about how organisations need to overcome imposter syndrome, need to help their female staff overcome imposter syndrome and why that is super good for the bottom line. And even though many of you listening don't work for organisations anymore, you may have come from that world, but you no longer work in that world, I think you'll find the paper really interesting. So I'm going to drop the link in the show notes to download the full white paper. It's totally free. And if you want to go to it and you can remember, you can go to bit.ly forward slash imposter white paper. I would love to know your thoughts. I've had some fantastic feedback already. And as I said, it has been a real labour of love. So I am super excited to get it out into the world and to get it in front of as many eyes as possible. If you do work in an organisation and you find the takeaways really interesting, please do share it with any departments that you think deal with diversity and inclusion or who might be interested in chatting to me about the insights that have come out of the white paper. So that's done. And as I said, I'll put the link in the show notes. Let's get on with the topic of today's episode, which is what really matters? What really matters to you? What is the measure of success for you as a purpose-led business owner and essentially as a human being? How do we define success? And I think what's really important in that is that the key part is not we, it's you. It's how you define success rather than any wider ideas coming from society, coming from what we've been conditioned to believe, coming from what we might have been taught at school or university or in the pathway that we've been on. It's not about what someone else defines, what the masses define, what the collective define. Now, I love the collective. I love thinking about people in groups and working together for altruistic aims. But when it comes to what really matters to you, we need to really dig into ourselves. And some people are fortunate, although you know I don't like any kind of mention of luck. Some people get this quite early on. I feel quite fortunate that I was able to really grapple with what mattered to me very early on. I took the time, so it wasn't just luck, I took the time and I spent evenings and weekends and bus journeys making lists and thinking about quite deeply what mattered to me and what that meant for how I wanted to live and run my life. I discovered, as I've talked about a few episodes ago, the concept of flow and I recognised it. I recognised that I was in flow and that my change of path, my change of plan was absolutely in integrity. I also remember before I had my own realisation, working with someone, and I don't know if she listens to this podcast, I'm not going to give her name because I haven't got permission, but I worked with someone back in 2003 and she was on a four-day week. 
she did not have children, not that you should have to have children to do a four day week. Uh, she did not have caring responsibilities as far as I'm aware. She did not have a part time job that she did on that, on that fifth day of the week. She was really exploring what mattered to her. She was really thinking about, and I think she was quite a trailblazer in 2003, 2004 to be doing this. What was important to her in her life and how she could bring more of that into her day to day. But for many of us, I think it takes a little bit longer. It takes a bit longer to realize we get to choose. We get to pick what it is that matters. And when we recognize that, it is so hugely freeing that we get to focus on those metrics, to use a very businessy word, that we measure. We choose what those metrics are. We choose how we want to grow. And this can really also be brilliant for mindset when we have this awareness, when we have this change of gear. Because if you're thinking about what really matters to you, if you're focusing in on what feels good for you, what works well for you, what is the right path for you, then we can end up reducing those damaging worries and thoughts about what other people are thinking, how other people are judging our success. And that really is such a drain, such an energy sap, that if we can move away from that, then you're going to find that in the words of the cliche, the truth will set you free. It will set you free from worrying about what other people think. And it will set you free to pursue the goals that really matter, to have that clarity of what it is you're aiming for. So Simon Sinek talks about the why. He talks about us having that really strong sense of why behind what we do, behind our business, behind our life decisions, behind those choices that we have to make, those forks in the road where we have to choose. Am I going to do something different here? Am I going to abandon ship or am I going to keep plowing through? And for me personally, my why has always been and is will continue to be for the foreseeable future my family and I say has always it's only been that since uh, you know 2010 when I had my first child but it's been a really really clear steering path for me it's really been my guiding light and I mean that in a very abundant way it's been something which has guided me to take fantastic opportunities that I don't think I would have taken if I hadn't been so in tune with what really mattered to me so it's meant that I decided that being a business owner was the only way (laughs) I had become unemployable because I had such a key focus and such awareness of if I'm going to be doing work that takes me away from my family, particularly when they were younger, then it has to be something I'm passionate about. And I have to be my own boss. I have to choose my own parameters and I have to work the amount of hours that I want to work to give me that spaciousness to also run my family the way that I want to. That makes me sound like some kind of army major, but you know what I mean. Anyway, I had a really nice reminder of this a couple of weeks ago. My son, who is 11, and I don't know if any of you out there have got 11-year-old sons or thereabouts or you've had them, he can be slightly um, 
aloof in terms of the praise that he gives his mother at this stage. I know he's still very loving, but he has a, a different way of showing it as he grows and becomes uh, more of a, a human being in his own right. Anyway, I heard from a friend that he had spoken to her and he'd been telling her in, in brief terms what it is that I do. And she fed back to me that he had told her that I was an Apple top six podcaster, that I got to top six in the Apple charts. Well, this was funny on a couple of levels. I found it funny because actually I have to be honest and I only got to the top seven. So I loved that he was inflating my um, chart topping uh, prowess. Secondly, it was funny because I remember when I talked to him about getting to that position in the charts and he was very put out that I then dropped position. And I said, well, you know, it was it was the first week of the podcast. That's typically when you can get a lot of traction. He was very put out that I wasn't just climbing, climbing, climbing and getting to number one. But what was really lovely and what wasn't really funny at all, it was actually just gorgeous, was that he quietly bragged about me when I wasn't there. And that made me really happy. It gave me a real sense of achievement because what really matters to me, as I just said, is my family and combining that with work that I love. And it was really lovely to know that that hasn't gone unnoticed, that my work, and I'm sure many of you will relate to this, can often feel quite hidden because I work in my room, I work on Zoom calls, I take meetings across time zones, so I don't necessarily meet many of my clients in the flesh. In fact, most of my clients I don't meet these days in the flesh. And it can feel a little bit unreal. It was really lovely to hear that validation from my son of, I see you and I notice what you're doing. And maybe I don't say that on a day-to-day -day basis because I'm 11 and I'm thinking about Warhammer and I'm thinking about books to do with space travel and odysseys and things like that. But I'm noticing it. So if you have that sense, that strong point on your compass of where you're heading and why you're heading there. It can be so lovely to have those moments where we recognise that things are going in the right direction. And I just encourage you to think about that. If something happens that gives you that sense of glow, that gives you that sense of, yes, this shows that I'm aligned with what really matters to me, then soak it up, process it, think about it, share it with an accountability partner. Don't let it pass you by. We have to talk about these things. We have to be there for ourselves to celebrate those small successes and to celebrate really when we're in absolute integrity with what we set out to do with our business. And you know, I harp on about this all the time about celebrating our wins, but it really is fundamental and crucial. I also think a lot about James Wedmore's phrase, and I've used this phrase with my clients. He talks about business by design. Now, I don't know if he actually uses that phrase so much now. I think he might have moved on to a different slogan for his various amazing uh, projects and, and courses. But I love the phrase business by design. And I always want my clients to have that sense that they get to design their business. They get to make changes. They get to pivot. They get to tweak and they get to have those components that 
typically weren't considered important to business, which is time for you as the business owner and self-care and setting intentions, being very precise about what it is you want out of your business and having choices and finally always staying within your integrity. So I encourage you as well to think about that phrase business by design when you're thinking about what really matters, when you're designing your own business, when you're creating a life as well as your work, it's absolutely critical that you are the designer, you are the architect, you are in the driving seat of your own life. And to do that, we have to do mindset work. We have to strip away layers of guilt, strip away layers of cultural expectation, strip away the need for external permission. And that's something I work on with my clients. And if you are interested in working with me in 2022, I have no more space for 2021 and there's not much left of the year anyway by the time this podcast episode airs. But if you're interested in working with me one-to-one in 2022, I do have a couple more slots available. So send me an email, lucy at lucyorton.com and we can arrange an anti-self-sabotage call so that we can really work on breaking you away from those chains of expectation, those chains of feeling like we need permission, feeling like we need to compare ourselves to others. I would absolutely love to talk to you and your plans for your amazing purpose-led business. And the reason I'm so passionate as well about checking in, designing your business, having time for self-care, thinking about what really matters is because in all honesty, your health and your mindset is the greatest asset to offer yourself and your business. If you don't have your health, if you don't have your healthy mindset, then your business is going to really suffer. Your clients are going to suffer and the impact that you can have in the world is going to be massively diminished and your candle is going to burn a lot less brightly. So always remembering that it's okay to place yourself front and center, both in your business and your life. And you know what? Spoiler alert, even your family is really important. It really is a shift for many of us, the way that we've been brought up, the world that we live in, but it really does help your productivity. It really does help you make better decisions and it helps you create work that needs to be out there in the world. Finally, I would say that I know there's nuance always to these episodes. We need to also consider the practical. And if you were designing your business, it might look slightly different in an ideal world. Be realistic, recognise that we have to take into account the time we have, the resources we have, the money we need to earn, the money we want to earn. And it's never going to be 100% perfect. But when we make a commitment to creating a business by design, then we can work towards goals that are so aligned with our integrity and so personal. Because to end on this note, success and what matters is different for everybody and it's different for all of us in different seasons. So I encourage you to think widely about what it is you need. Reminder, back from the beginning, put yourself front and centre in the decision making 
about your business and go forth and do amazing purpose-led things. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and I will be back here next week with another episode of the Self-Sabotage to Success podcast. Bye for now.